This is Bill and Matt, and you are listening to the Simplifying Jesus Podcast, where we're breaking barriers through communication. Welcome to episode two. Matt, what are we talking about today? Today, we are going to be talking about um, something that has been said about the church for a long time. Uh, one of the one of the big issues uh, out there that, that pushes people away from the church, and that is... Um, that there is hypocrisy in the church and, and no. some self-righteous attitudes. I know, <laughs> I know that's, that's what I'm saying. So I'm kind of, I'm interested to get in the conversation today and talk about where that comes from a little bit. Yeah. You know, something I heard about growing up a lot was that the church was full of hypocrites and self-righteous people and mm-hmm. everybody thought they were better than everybody else. And mm-hmm. that's one of the many reasons that we didn't go. And, um, this is something that, you know, some family members taught me, um, because they, they just didn't feel comfortable around people mm. that went to church. Yep. Um, so I had a friend that I hung out with a lot that uh, his dad was a very religious person. Mm. They were a very religious family. Yeah. And, um, you know, we would, uh, I would go over there and, and have dinner with them on occasion after mm. we played our Atari or, or right. uh, I think Nintendo had just come out and stuff like that, <laughs> showing my age now. But um, one night in particular, I uh, had in, been invited to stay for dinner and mm. um, uh, I knew prayers were going to happen. It wasn't something we ever did, mm-hmm. but, uh, his dad asked me to say the prayer, Bill, mm-hmm. why don't you say the prayer tonight? And, uh, you know, even my friend's mom was like, no, don't, don't make him do that. And he knew I didn't go to church. He yeah. knew I didn't know anything yeah. about it, but he decided to call me out, I guess, or, mm-hmm. you know, embarrass me. I don't know what it was. So I don't know what the prayer was. Um, mm-hmm. rub a dub dub. Thanks for the grub. I don't know something, <laughs> but, um, you know, it wasn't, I didn't know how to pray. I never, I had never mm-hmm. done it before. But I, I, I say that to say that as much of a real religious person as he was, I could see how he was kind of abusive and stuff to his family, if mm-hmm. not only verbally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I remember thinking that was, uh, even at that age, I think I was probably middle school at the time. Hmm. You know, I remember thinking, man, this guy's a hypocrite. He just, he, he says one thing and just does another. And, and yeah. um, uh, it wasn't a, wasn't a good impression for me on yeah. the church. For sure. And, and so let's, let's talk a little bit about what, you know, hypocrite means. It's, you know, it's kind of a, a negative word in the church. I mean, it's a negative word everywhere. I'd say it's negative in the church. It, it is, but it's negative everywhere. Sure. And, um, you know, if you go to the di- dictionary definition, um, it's a person who puts on a false appearance of virtue or religion or, uh, someone who acts in contradiction to their beliefs. And, you know, basically it, it says you believe one thing and do another. And, uh, that runs rampant in the church. Um, and I, and I say that I'm going to throw in a little caveat here that it runs rampant in the church because nobody's perfect. And, mm-hmm. and because we all know that you can't be perfect, but we do believe the things of the Bible. And so there's this kind of air of hypocrisy because we have inconsistent lifestyles because we're not always doing exactly what we preach. Right. And we try to, you know, we try to look pretty and, and right. do the right things in church, but not outside of church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all got to put our mask on for Sunday morning to, you know, to look the part, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It happens all the time. Um, so we're going to read a piece of scripture here and, um, I want you folks that don't go to church. Uh, don't let the, don't let me reading scripture scare you away. Um, this is actually speaking to the church. Um, yeah. 
Um, it's not um, meant to start pushing scripture on you and and uh, not trying to make you learn Bible verses here. Um, <laughs> Although it's not a bad thing. This, but, you no, know. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's really not. Um, uh, we can get into that more later. But mm-hmm. uh, right mm-hmm. now, this is me telling the church to shape up because yeah. uh, because we're we're literally scaring people away yeah. from from wanting to go to church because of the hypocritical people in there. Yeah. Um, so Matthew 7, 3 through 5, even this verse is talking to the church. Um, it says, Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Hmm. And, you know, it's it's so true. And, and really what Jesus is, is getting at there when he's telling his disciples and the Pharisees this is, you know, quit worrying about what everybody else is doing and mm-hmm. focus on you, focus on your sin, focus on what's going on in your life. And that's really the root of how people in the church um, can come off as hypocrites and, and how we how we do live that lifestyle sometimes. It's focusing on some sins that um, maybe we don't struggle with, um, but not dealing with our own stuff, not looking in the mirror. Yeah, and don't think your sin is less than somebody else's sin. Right, absolutely, absolutely. And so we're going to go through just a couple of examples here of some issues where, where we've seen that. Me growing up in the church and, and Bill from the outside looking in and, and seeing some of the, the different issues out there. Um, one of the big ones and uh, that's a big social item right now is, is the issue of homosexuality versus pornography. Um, so I heard a statistic recently that um, 60% of the church, um, men, women, all ages, uh, 60% of the church has in the past or currently struggles with pornography. Um, and you said church, not world. Right. You said just the church. And yeah. that's the people that have admitted it. Right. You know, um, I would guess that there are probably a lot more people that have had some kind of issue with it in some way that maybe they don't call it that. But 60%, that's just a mind-boggling number. And you think about the easy access we have to it on the internet, on social media, um, everything out there. It's not, I guess it's not surprising, but it was a shocking number to hear. Sure. You compare that with, uh, historically, the church has really demonized homosexuality and and really, you know, just, just push those people away and we're not, you know, and put up this this air that they're not welcome because of of different lifestyle choices. And let's get to the root of it. Both of those are sexual sins. Right. You know, Jesus talked about it. He said, Look, the the old law says don't don't go sleeping with people, don't commit adultery. Um, but what I'm telling you is when you look at somebody with lustful eye, that that's the same thing. Right. That you've that you've got a heart issue. And yet in the church, you know, we've demonized one side of that sin, but we don't always address the pornography side that is running rampant in the church. And and that's you know, that's not okay. That that right there is hypocrisy. Right. Right. And you know, when we go from one extreme to the next, um, and and even though they're equally all sin is equally wrong in God's eyes. That's right. Um, it doesn't matter what the sin is, um, whether it's, I think I've mentioned it before, stealing a fountain pen from a store right? or being uh, addicted to pornography or mm-hmm. murder. I mean, it's all the same to God. Right. Um, so we've got to, we've got to make sure that we're not missing that, but going from one extreme to the next, like I said, missing church, not going to church, not 
um, trying to work towards building that relationship with God. Hmm. Keep in mind, this is not all about going to church. It's not church is not the end all for for right. this. the The end all for this is building a relationship with God, mm-hmm. building a relationship with Jesus, and wanting to have that relationship built. But not going to church regularly allows you to, in your mind, slip out of that. Yeah. So, you know, when I started going to church, one of my um, one of my standards. One of the things I was looking for was uh, uh, wanting a Sunday evening service mm. because I played in a band. So yeah. Saturday nights I was working. Sometimes I didn't get home till four o'clock in the morning. Sunday morning comes early. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, especially at that. So, so you know, people enjoy having a good time. Yeah. You go, go out on Saturday nights. Some people do it every Saturday night. Yeah, um, it's fun. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to get up and go to church the next morning. Right. They don't focus on building that relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. They're hungover. They don't want to think. They don't want to move. <laughs> they don't want to. You know, that's not good. You know, right. uh, you want to have that that desire to build that relationship. And, you know, there are plenty of people that go fishing on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll go on hunting trips during the weekend mm-hmm. hunting trips or mm-hmm. when opening day comes, deer season comes, they're gone for three weeks at That's a time. That's right. Um, you know, and they say, you know, oh, I can worship just as good from a deer blind as I can, right. uh, you know, in church. Or I can worship just as good for, on my boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, um I used to be one of those that said that I don't have to go to church to worship God, right. but that is not what God calls us to. Yeah. Um, and the question is, you can mm-hmm. worship from a deer blind. You can worship from a from a boat, but mm-hmm. do you? Right. Well, and you look at the the kind of the biblical standard that's out there. You go into Acts and all that stuff. It does say, you know, don't miss out on getting together with people, and and don't, you know, it doesn't say don't miss out on Sunday morning. Um, that right. that's that's not it's not just about Sunday morning, like you said. It's about relationship, but it does say, you know, don't. Uh, I think the don't forsake the gathering together of you know fellowship or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. some kind of Christiany stuff. But <laughs> but basically, get together. And so yeah. if you know, those are the same thing. And and yet historically in the church we really pick on the guys that go out on Saturday night and have a hard time waking up the next morning. But we might be the same guys in the deer blind during all of deer season, you know, and, and it's the same thing. Like you said, absolutely. I don't remember the scripture and I should probably look it up, but you know, um, you might know it. The one that says, uh, which, um, Whoever get wherever two or three are gathered in my in my name, mm-hmm. I'm there. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the exact reference, but I mean Jesus said it himself. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of, of uh, bonuses to going mm-hmm. to church, not only to mention building that relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. but building that community with people around you in your in your literal community, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> right? That that are kind of of the same mindset. Hopefully that that mm-hmm. are um, wanting to work towards living a better life and to help each other and and to live that Christian life. Absolutely. Um, and that's um, uh, a lot of the reason I, I find myself, and I've got to be careful because I find myself wanting to go to church for the people and not, mm. for, not for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got to be real careful about how I, how I approach my relationship with Jesus and sure. how I approach my uh, desire to go to church. Yeah. But at the same time, if my head is not in the right space, mm-hmm. that's just as bad as saying, no, I'm not going to go to church. Or I'm going to go worship from mm-hmm. the deer blind. I'm going to go, quote, unquote, <laughs> worship from the deer blind. Right, uh, right. Um, and, you know, being around people can a lot of times help you through that space as well. And mm-hmm. so if you can, even if you're in a rough space, you go hang out with these people, you're going to have people that can call you out on that and say, man, Bill, you look a little bit off today. Or Matt, what's mm-hmm. what's going on? And mm-hmm. so that's why 
you know, that's ultimately why we're supposed to be there is, is to fellowship, to hang out with people and, and to, you know, be honest and, and build towards that relationship together. Mm -hmm. We weren't made to be individuals in in this relationship. We're supposed to be doing it together. Well, and God said that we need to be his hands and feet. So if we can help each other in the church, that's, that's being his hands and feet. That's where it all starts. And I wanted to point out that, you know, Matt and I were talking before we hit the record button. I wanted to make sure that everybody understands that we're not saying that, you know, if you don't go to church every single Sunday, you're going to hell. That's not the point. Mm -mm. That's not the, um, that's not the reason behind this. Um, no, not acknowledging Jesus, not, um, believing and, uh, accepting him as Mm -hmm. Christ. That's what's going to send you to hell. Right. Not going to church or sinning. None of that is going to send you to hell. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't believe in Jesus, it will. Right. That's, that's where the problem comes in. So I want to go on a hunting trip Mm -hmm. come this fall. Um, and I'm, I might miss church for it. That's fine. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I might go on a weekend trip with Mm -hmm. my family Mm -hmm. and miss church. That's okay. Right. The point is I want to go to church and I miss it when I don't go. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, thankfully, we have technology, and if I if I want to, I can watch it online. Absolutely. Guess what? If I don't want to, it's okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and when you do, you get to help out from the uh, sound booth stuff, and I I really appreciate that. Yeah. So yeah. it all it's all good. And and one more, and this is kind of going back to um, my high school days. Uh, I remember they they used to have these little pamphlets uh, to read the Bible in a year, and now everybody uses their phone. Um, to do it through the uh, the U version app, um, the Bible app, because um, there's an app for everything. But mm-hmm. um, you know, we talk a lot about you know we we should be praying more and reading our Bible every day and doing all of these things. Um, and so these these uh, little pamphlets that came out to read the Bible in a year and was laid out by the month, by the day, what you should be reading and all of that. And I cannot tell you how many times. I picked one of those up and said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to read the Bible every day and I'm going to make it through the Bible this year and didn't make it through. People always drop out. And so even if you get to that point, you could say, wait, I thought you said this was important to you. Why aren't you doing it? Mm-hmm. And and you could say that's hypocritical. So, I mean, we can break it down. We can talk about the big stuff, but the little stuff is just as true. Like you said, all sin's the same at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So In God's eyes, it is. Yeah. Where are mm-hmm. you at right now with your... With your Bible plan? Uh, so I did start one in January. I'm on day 92. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm going strong as of uh, this recording. So things are going well so far. But um, but yeah, it's it, but there, there are plenty of days where I wake up. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. Well, I'm on day 110, but that was last year's plan. Um, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't started a plan this year. So uh, <laughs> come on, Bill. So it doesn't quite count. Um, but that's what we're saying, guys. It's easy. It's, 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 it's easy to, to get away from it. And it's okay if yeah. you do, but you have to just kind of find a path back. Yeah, and and the whole point of, of bringing up these issues is that where where sometimes we struggle as a church is we don't talk about the stuff that we struggle with. Mm-hmm. We focus on the issues outside, right? And and so you know that's where we've got to have a lot of growth within the church. And and I'm talking to me as much as anybody mm-hmm. of really honing in on what am I not doing that or what am I doing that's hindering my relationship with Mm -hmm. God because that is what it's about um and I need to quit focusing so much on what 
um, the person next door is doing and really focus on me. Yeah. Focus on the plank in my eye before I worry about the speck in somebody else's. Right. Right. You know, I guess the question is how do we fix this mentally? And, um, I think, you know, you just kind of said it. We own that we have plenty of our own issues. Mm -hmm. We, uh, we make sure we're taking care of our own things. We recognize that nobody's perfect Mm -hmm. and we don't, we don't, like you said, we don't pick on somebody else's issues because just because we don't struggle there. Yeah. Um, we have our own struggles that, that we have to to worry about. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we try to live what we believe. And, you know, if God says, Hey, I don't want you doing this, then you probably shouldn't do it. Right. Um, but we're going to, it's going to happen. I mean, we all have our own own struggles we all have our own addictions mm-hmm. we we just have to keep working at it day by day right absolutely and i think the other the other side of that is to not let stuff sit and fester um and become bigger than it is you know we when we've got something that we're dealing with um sin wise that that we know doesn't line up with what we believe to take it head on and and deal with it um own it fess up to it um, and you know, do that with God and tell God about it, but also, you know, be willing to own that with the people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the, one of the big issues where this hypocrisy comes from is kind of the self-righteous attitude side of that. And, and sometimes we can come across as holier than thou. I don't make any mistakes because I don't do A, B, C, and D. But like you said, nobody's perfect and right. we, we need to own that nobody's perfect. And so be willing to talk about that with other people where you've messed up when you make a mistake, you know, just, just take it and, and just take it and deal with it. You know, we, we don't need to give off this idea that we're perfect. Right. Right. So if the church is, is full of hypocrites in your mind, and that's the reason you haven't tried it, or you just haven't been in a long time, you know, you're not wrong in this. It is full of hypocrites, but Mm -hmm. The world is full of hypocrites. Yeah. You know, it's not just in the church. The problem is it seems like the hypocrites in the church are pushing on their beliefs on you. Hmm. And uh, you can know that they are not living right, but they're saying, but you need to live right. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's very hypocritical. Yeah. And, and it's hard to get past that when you want to, um, well, when you're searching, when you're searching yeah. for something to fill that, you know, what we in the church like to call that God-sized hole. Um, <laughs> right, right. And um, when you look at the church and you say, man, those people are, are just, I just can't be around those people mm-hmm. because of the way they, they push things onto, onto me. Um, yeah, you're not wrong. We get it. We do. And mm-hmm. it's, it is uh, rampant in the church. It is there. But nobody's perfect. And, and the thing is, perfection is not a requirement to be saved mm-hmm. um, or to... Uh, even for that matter, be just be in the church. Yeah. Um, I used to think before going to church that, no, I don't, I'm not living the right life. I don't, yeah. I, I can't, I don't fit in. I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not what worthy to be in the church. <laughs> right. Um, but it doesn't take being perfect. It doesn't even take living rightly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, the church is, 
you know, the hospital is for the sick. A church is a hospital for sinners, you know, right. and we're all sinners, even in the church. Absolutely. We just go there to try our best and to build that relationship. Yeah. And, and ultimately when you talk about salvation and, and, you know, getting into heaven, which is, um, you know, the relationship with Jesus, how we do that, you know, they're the ABCs of salvation is, is kind of the basis of that. Um, if you grew up in VBS or in a kid's program at church, you probably are very familiar with these, but the A is admit that you're a sinner. Um, uh, we've been talking about it a lot today that, um, that we are, that we're all sinners, that nobody's perfect, that, that we all have our own issues. And so just admit that, admit that, that we do all have our own issues. Uh, B is to believe that Jesus is God's own son, that he is who he said he is. Uh, and that, you know, yeah, just that. I mean, that he is who he said he is. That easy? Yeah, it really is. Um, and then C is to, you know, confess confess your sins and confess your faith in him. That that you that you believe that he's the only way to make it in. Right. And, uh, you know, we're going to start reminding you guys of that, um, of that, how easy that is yeah. uh, in every episode, because it is really just that easy. Absolutely. Um, I don't even know that we need to change it up any. Let's just keep going through the ABCs. Yeah, you know? that's maybe, right. Maybe we'll change it up one day, but, um, <laughs> but, it's, but it's pretty simple, you know, it, it, really, it really is. is. It really is. And it's just where your heart's at. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, we're now going to jump into, uh, our favorite part of the show, the outside looking inside, looking out. <laughs> I love that you have to say that and not me. <laughs> <laughs> your spot from now on that's right so my part is the outside looking in because i didn't grow up in the church we looked at the church we looked at the fancy clothes we looked at the fake smiles we looked at the the pushiness of you know live righteously live the right way Mm -hmm. um that's that's what we saw looking in i didn't see this then but I see it now that when you start living a life for Jesus, you begin to change. Yeah. You really, your heart changes. Um, you see the whole, the world in a whole new light. Yeah. It's, it's actually pretty crazy. I mean, I literally felt like I was losing a piece of myself when I accepted Christ hmm. and it was just a very interesting feeling, but, um, you, you are literally renewed from the inside out hmm. and it's hard to explain. It really is. Um, but, <laughs> but, that doesn't mean that things automatically get easier. Right. In fact, sometimes they get harder. Yeah. Um, because you you see you see what was wrong, what you were doing is wrong, mm-hmm. um, or the way your heart looks at things. Yeah. Is 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 wrong. And again, I'm not saying I'm better. I'm not than anybody else. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm doing everything right, and mm-hmm. you're doing everything wrong. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that your desires change. Yeah. I still struggle with issues yeah. that I've had. I still struggle with addictions. Um, I, I still struggle with not thinking in the right way about people sometimes, right. um, uh, about the way things should be done. You know, just mm-hmm. my head's not always right. Yeah. But your desires change. You want to be better. Right. Um, and it's not me being better on my own. It's nothing I can do on my own. Mm-hmm. It's all being better because Jesus is making me better. Not better mm-hmm. than somebody else. Right. Just a better person mm-hmm. for myself. And, absolutely. And that can absolutely seem hip- hypocritical. Mm-hmm. That can seem like we're saying, hey, we're better than you. Right. That's not, that's not what it is. Um, and I'm sorry for everybody uh, mm-hmm. in the church that says, that, that, that appears to seem that way. Yeah. Because it, it really is pushing people away. Absolutely. Um, and, it's, and it's especially hard when the people that knew you the entire time, your family, mm. you know, that, that knew you. Right. And suddenly you seem like you're trying to be better. Yeah. You're too good for X, Y, or Z. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, 
it's it's really hard to to make them understand no mm-hmm. it's not about me being better it's about god making me better yeah um or making me desire to be better again i keep saying be better and it's not better than anybody else it's mm-hmm. just better as a person and that's something we'll talk about some more in in later episodes is is the the rules that are out there and and why we're called to live the way we are but it is it ultimately it's about living a better life today and and that's what you look at the biblical teaching that's what it's all about and so from the inside looking out perspective so i grew up in the church so i'm going to talk a little bit about what i've seen from from inside the church um you know first and foremost be careful to not harp on issues that you don't struggle with um without dealing with your own stuff and and really just don't harp on other people's issues period it's not your place um you know we're we're called to not um to not look at, at other people's stuff. Don't worry about the speck. Worry about the plank in your own eye. Deal with your sin first. Um, and and I understand that it probably feels more comfortable to focus on stuff that you don't struggle with, but it's not right. Mm-hmm. That's that's not how we're supposed to be. Um, and, and ultimately what it does is it pushes people away from the church. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives off, like you were talking about, that self-righteous attitude that I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to be very careful to not do that. Um, you know, the next thing is to own your mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Everybody should be able to agree on that. Um, in fact, that's kind of the basis of, uh, of the gospel of the Bible itself and of all Jesus teaching is we're not perfect. Hey, admit that you're a sinner, right? So, so own that you've got stuff. And when you make a mistake, just deal with it. It's okay. Admit that to, to whoever you're around. Um, and then finally, nobody's perfect, including us. But you don't have to be. And that's, that's not the standard. So don't put on that mask that says that you are just, just admit that you're, you're just a normal person, but Hey, we got this Jesus guy Mm -hmm. and that's what it's all about. Right. Right. Exactly. Well said. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us today. We've really enjoyed this uh, episode and uh, hope you did as well. I want to invite you to check out the Simplify Jesus Facebook page. You can find that at facebook.com slash Simplify Jesus or go to our website at simplifyjesus.com and uh, we're going to be working on a few new projects coming up that uh, y'all need to watch out for as well as uh, keeping you up to date with what's happening with the podcast and everything Simplifying Jesus. So thank you again. And uh, Matt, any closing comments? No, appreciate everybody jumping in and just remember keep Jesus first and everything else will work itself out. Love it. Take care, everybody.